0: what's going on everybody welcome back to top drawer podcast happy new year we've missed you terribly uh i know we we left you all without something to bump to uh that's our bad unfortunately i was indisposed uh to the tune of like i don't know 53 hours of overtime these past two weeks that's so uh, uh yeah could not could not break away in in full disclosure we tried to mm-hmm. um it just was not we were not able to get through and even if we did i wouldn't have. we wouldn't have been able to mix it it would have just been what we should have done is we should have kept it and it could have been like one of those lost archival footage see we've done this you more than I mean?
1: one time where we record one and then we auto scrap it some for good reasons that should never see the light of day ever but then others like last week that weren't bad or anything but it was just timing didn't work and we the need, like, what an office have...
0: manager, like an office mom to, like, supersede us when we make bad choices. Yeah. Not, like, the bad choices in life that are fun. Yeah. But ones like this where it's, like, just don't delete it, right, man. Just, just keep it because who knows? So we'll be
1: posting shortly uh, for an intern, uh, an unpaid intern, uh, Absolutely to be unpaid. an editor.
0: Uh, unthanked. Mm-hmm. You will Won't need to have family.
1: a master's degree and about five to ten years experience in and audio, audio editing. Yep, yep. Yep. Um, again, unpaid. Unpaid. I can't stress that enough.
0: I cannot stress that enough. Unpaid. Mm. Uh, no benefits. No, of course not. Uh, we do not validate parking. Mm-hmm. We spent all of our money trying to lure Slava on here, which... So far has been for naught. No, it's, yeah. it's still in the wind, but we're, we're hopeful. We're hopeful. Anyways, um, Alex, what's up, man? How, how are you?
1: I'm great. The holidays have been fun. They have been passed now. We're into the, the dreary season as it is here in Northern America. Um, Absolute dread. My head is spinning from every, all the football that's happening. I wake up on a Wednesday afternoon and there's seven games of football I've already missed. And I'm like, what, what, which ma- what match week are we on? I think we've passed right. three in the last 72 hours. I don't know what's going on.
0: It's uh, yeah, it's all over the place. Like I said, I was stuck in a a plant, so I didn't get to see much. I tried to steer away uh, when I could to watch some, although most of what I saw, I wish I didn't. Mm. But you have a good Christmas, good New Year's. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a good time. I, you know, spend some time trying to remember most of it, but as, as it should be, as exactly. you should exactly.
0: Well, good. Glad to hear. Um, if we turn our eyes and cast them towards our friends across the pond. Mm. Um, and we see what the end of their year and the beginning of their new year has brought all of them. There's kind of been some settling, you know, uh, at the top Mm -hmm. where prior, it was a little, some things were up there that maybe didn't belong. And there was a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Now, all of a sudden you come back and, Arsenal's no longer in a relegation fight. You've got Man City is seemingly woken up. Mm-hmm. Tottenham is still top four. Leicester's there, still waiting for the bottom to fall out. And and here we go. Manchester United are trying to knock Liverpool off their perch once again.
1: I mean, as it should be. All is right with the world. Level on oh. points. Down on, not goal, on goal differential. Not on goal differential. You know, I... I my wish list, my, my Santa Claus Christmas list. You know, I, I guess Santa can only fulfill so many so many desires. The Southampton uh uh def- win over Liverpool was one of them. Now it wasn't by nine, it wasn't nine to nil, but you know, I'll take the loss. I'll take the points. Level on with a game in hand.
0: Yeah, we uh like I said, of the the matches I was able to see, boy, really was that the really one you were able I to didn't. sit
1: down to really get into, put your sink your teeth into. Oh
0: my god. So West Brom was at the beginning of my downtime yeah. and uh was able to hide away um in a conference room on like the third floor of this plant and anyways I was able to I was able to get it and boy was it just absolutely dreadful. Mm. And and just everything that came with it too, you know, just sitting 13 at the back you know liverpool pressing things and putting the ball into the box without a plan and not being patient which allowed counterattacks which is what people like big sam depend on mm-hmm. just aggravating you and to where you just start throwing everything right. in and then, and then, you, then somehow
1: can, you fall back to yeah. route 1 and gaps open up
0: you know. oh my gosh and and let me just let me just say this to anyone out there who might say, "Yeah, but it got a result," obviously it did, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, how's it worked out since there, Big Sam?
1: Yeah, not great.
0: Not, not well. Not well. Go back to drinking gravy. Mm-hmm. But the second part is for anyone who's going to sit there, and this goes for anyone, Sean Deitch, any of these clubs that just you know love to just muddy the waters, get in—not even in a boxing match. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes a professional boxer mm-hmm. because he can just be hit in the head because he's got so much like fat in his head. Yeah, right, to where it just you doesn't can't matter. Hurt his yeah. tiny brain. And then the boxer gets tired and he just pushes him over. It's like that. You're not you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. But I equate it to saying, Oh yeah, well, we got a point or we won, and that's how you played. You did. I can't take it away from you. Um, but that's also like saying You had sex. It just happened to be with your sister. Mm -hmm. Now, by all means, you you very well indeed. You had sex. Yeah, congrats to you. However, it was your sister. Mm. So, you know, who really won there?
1: Not as much credit there.
0: I may not have won, but you definitely... Did not win.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's the idea. If you can put that much effort in weekly training ground activities that include, okay, this super you know attacking team and they're really good and they have all these really good player, players, we're going to frustrate them for ninety plus minutes and not allow them any joy in our final third, and then we might be able to get a couple of counterattacks, maybe if we're lucky, score a goal. If you can put that much effort into developing a team strategy and getting players to believe in that strategy and to play in that strategy. Why can't you just go? Hey, instead of that's the strategy, we're gonna go. Why don't we score some goals instead?
0: And like, look, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying West Brom should have went toe to toe with Liverpool. They should have just no. met him at midfield and through. Like, I get it. It was always going to be defensive. But I mean, I don't know. It just as a fan, it's frustrating. Like, yeah, it is. I don't. I don't understand how people can flock to that type. You don't have to play Bielsa ball. You don't have to play heavy metal football. Tiki-taka. I get it, right? Your teams don't always have to be prime Wenger mm. clubs, you know. I get it. It's okay. But that just grind to a halt. Just no creativity and just waiting for that set piece to come in and, and, and nick a point at the end. Yeah. What's the point? What is the point? And I guess the point is that, that's all Liverpool stay, got was, yeah. and point.
1: Yeah, the point is the point, and those points add up to staying in the Premier League. That is the point.
0: Which was unfortunate for uh, myself as a Liverpool fan, as you guys, as United, mm-hmm. you uh, you let a golden opportunity slip through your fingers with your Boxing Day match.
1: Yeah, yeah. Leicester uh, deflection off Twins Aby at the end of the match uh, to pull them back level 2-2. Not how that wanted to go, um, but in fairness, with some helpful results on your end um, and a pot, two positive results in a row since then for us uh, at 1-0 at Wolves uh, and then a 2-1 win over Aston Villa uh, over the past weekend. Uh, it's you know I'd like the extra three points right now. It could be sitting top, clear three with a game yeah. in hand, plus two. playing Looks Liverpool. Extra two points. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, so, I mean, the, the Rashford goal against Wolves, I mean, does it make it 1-0 United or does it make it 3-1 United over Villa? Because, I mean, it's basically was it the end of your game or the beginning of the next yeah. one? It was so late on. Hey, they both, uh, it's
1: six points, so I'll, I don't care how you count it.
0: And and so the, in, the other side of that coin is Liverpool follow that up with just another absolutely abysmal, not inventive or appealing match against Newcastle mm-hmm. where uh, Carl Darlow, of course, just stands on his damn head. As I don't know. Is that a saying in England? I don't know. In, in it here, is for
1: us in hockey.
0: For hockey, a, a keeper standing on your head means, you know, just playing out of your mind, mm-hmm. right? Making every save. Da, da, da. Maybe it is. I don't know. But Carl Darlow just single-handedly or double-handedly keeps – Newcastle in the match. Brick wall. Nil nil. Points are shared. And then uh, yesterday, so Monday, for those of you listening, mm-hmm. uh, Danny Ying's uh, to Scoring early. And then Liverpool had not a clue on what to do. And it ends 1 0.
1: It's like they've never seen a goal get scored before. And they went, What was that? Oh what my gosh,
0: do? man. There's so much to just kind of dissect from a Liverpool standpoint. You know, you, we don't have any center backs None. healthy. They're all hurt. You have, you
1: have what is conceivably your eight as Henderson filling in next to what is conceivably your starting six at center back. Surrounded yeah. by two I flying mean, wingers who on defense are good. Not as good as they are going forward, and that's not a good safety to have on your sides as you have two midfielders. To be fair, I mean,
0: defensively in all of these matches, they weren't the problem. No, I mean, agreed. The West Brom player, if you want to look at it, kind of climbed Fabinho like a ladder for the header, but whatever. That <laughs> there were so many Liverpool issues that mm-hmm. yes, if I look at that in a vacuum, you know, you've seen it called a foul a million times. Sure. But whatever. The issue is it should have never been there. Um, and even the, the Southampton goal, Alexander Arnold really doesn't play the set piece mm-hmm. well. Danny Ings with a great rainbow flick on, cross, yeah. play to the back post. I mean, I don't really know.
1: Outside of just sticking to Ings like white on rice, I don't really under, know how you're going to defend against that with his own back to goal. Um, but
0: No, I mean, it was just one of those odd things.
1: What, what doesn't help is going forward, that's two minutes into the match proceeding to not put a shot on target for another let me check my notes here 73 minutes oh it was probably not it, the best thing
0: it was unbearable and the only thing that's more unbearable than watching something like that is football twitter because it is just this vast vat of just i, I don't even know the the correct word and I saw something that just made my head spin. And that's fine. You know, I get everybody doesn't like Liverpool. Mm-hmm. It's no no shocker to me. But, you know, you see uh, tweets and, and and images shared that say, you know, something like crazy that Liverpool don't, don't have a plan when they can't spam 9,837 crosses into the box again. <laughs> but the funny thing is that I forget the number. I had it. It was the most crosses played into the box that Liverpool have done all season this year. So it's like, look, if you want to drag a team, at least get your there's, stats, there's, right? There's a million things you could say right. about that team. That would have been factual. You know, Trent just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, the kid's still great. I love them. Uh, but man, it might just be defensively without anybody in the midfield, right? Without our main midfield marshals, Fabinho, and Henderson, well, it's easier to focus out to the wings.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, and that's, and that's one thing that you don't really think about. Initially, when it was just Fabinho stepping back into that center back role, There, that he left a gap in midfield, but Tiago could come in, Henderson could be there. Somebody could fill that role. Now pulling another midfielder in, that gap gets a little bigger. You may plug a hole in center back, but now you're creating one in midfield. Which creates more work on your wing backs going forward and in defensive responsibilities to help cover their non center back, center back partners. And now we have, I mean, Tiago fouls for the, a minute and a half into the game, allows the free kick for the Ings goal, and then what, six minutes later, fouls again almost in the exact same spot to pick up his first yellow. Now, that was probably a, a, a quick yellow, but still something to where he looks like he's running around trying to marshal a midfield as Fabinho might do or Henderson might do but now can't as they are required elsewhere moving holes from moving holes in your boat from at the back to the side to the middle to the front you know it's not plugging holes it's just filling what you can and then scooping out the rest with your hand I mean you can make it work but if if people don't get healthy in time and come back into the side fast enough that can be a recipe for a sinking ship if you'll yeah, permit one, the metaphor you know, one of
0: the one of the things is you know with van dyke out and his ability to play passes from the back as your center half mm-hmm. and then fabinho in the 6 and also being able to play those passes from a deep lying midfield role those things miss and and the, the other part is and carlo ancelotti and um he really figured this out with Napoli over the last two years when he was there, when we played them both mm-hmm. years in the uh, Champions League, and that was give them space in the middle, but squeeze them out on the flanks. Mm-hmm. Squeeze Robertson down. Squeeze Trent down. As soon as they get it, don't give them space. Yep. Um, And so what would, th- you know, you need someone to carry the ball through the middle. Liverpool's best player at that is Naby Keita. Mm-hmm. And for the life of him, he just can't stay healthy. In the Premier League this season, with Kaita on the field, Liverpool in seven games have twenty-five goals. Without Kaita, ten matches they have twelve goals. I mean, yeah, I mean that's it is massive. Now I don't have who was who, Mm -hmm. you know, and whom we played. But in a situation like that, where Thiago can play the passes from deep, but if I don't have anybody.
1: You know who's getting you know, the ball from it, him? that
0: can pull the strings in close, mm-hmm. and then pull those defenders in more narrow.
1: Right,
0: I, I'm dead in the water. But you know there, there's there's some serious issues that that go beyond that, and that they just look lackluster. And that's being awfully kind. Mm-hmm. There was you know Mane towards the end had some piss and vinegar in him. Um, still played terribly, but had a bit more fight than anybody else on the pitch yeah I mean Um, that was
1: something big was was late in the game getting your first shot on target in the 75th minute I mean you guys had chances throughout the game but nothing that looked too promising up until you get to the last quarter of the game and now it's I think Mane was probably one of the only players on the pitch for Liverpool that really like wanted to drive the team forward it was just a little too late and a little not enough I mean Salah had that header that he got squeezed off of late in the game. Yeah. But, you know, where, where was he the rest of the match? Just kind of running thing, about.
0: But. Well, one thing I noticed was, and I don't know if this was defensively, um, if they were kind of being uh, marshaled or herded that way. Mm. But Liverpool, and I, and I started thinking about it, they bring the ball up Mane's side and Robertson's side on the left. Mm-hmm. So much more than they do Salah on the right. Now, that could be because when Salah broke on the scene for Liverpool and scored 40-some goals, 44 goals in his first year, that's a pretty good indicator of every manager to say, "Yep, we need to focus on this side and make them beat, him, beat us on the other side. Right. Um, but I was really noticing that match. Now, Robertson is better at carrying the ball forward than Trent. Trent doesn't do that as much. For us. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. Um, so, but in 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 addressing what you're saying on that, they just weren't going down Salah's side. They weren't going down the right. Mm-hmm. And so he had to look for the ball over the top, and he couldn't do a couple layoffs. There was one or two where they had where he came centrally. He drifted in, and they did some nice one-two in the box, and it just got closed down. But everything else he had to look for over the top.
1: Right, which is not where his strength is at. I mean, the man is, what, 5'8", and that's not who you want jumping in the box.
0: It's just not – it's just not – He can play it, but, you know, like, again, that's not your your A1. The other thing I've noticed is Liverpool have become so terrible at opening the fast break. Mm -hmm. They stay on the ball so long. Yeah. Curtis Jones has been doing it a lot recently. Uh, Gini Wijnaldum, look, I get he plays something different for Klopp than he does in the Netherlands. But, man, I'm just tired of him standing on the ball for five seconds looking at passes forward only to decide to cycle it back. Yes, I know that's your role, but not every time, all right? But teams, you know, in the past, you know, the beginning of last year and the year prior when they won the Champions League, I mean, as soon as that ball... Was at someone's foot half the time. It was yeah, it you know. Was, it was everyone one flying touch forward. per person, yeah. right? It was one or two touches and then next pass. And mm-hmm. it was fast and it was quick and it was outlets. And I don't know. Klopp's got to fix it. You know they they've been going a million miles an hour for three years, so let off.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe there's a fatigue. Maybe not necessarily seasonal fatigue, like as in this season. Uh, but something of more of of a longer fatigue, right? It's not like leg. my legs today can't do it, can't run the 80 yards every time I, a break comes on, but more of, I don't know, uh, I don't know how to describe it, like a mental drain, just here we go yeah, again. I mean, we're just going, we, you know, it's just something we're doing. Now it's successful and it has been. You won the Champions League, you won the Premier League. And now it's just kind of, here we go. We're tough. just doing I the mean, thing again.
0: Apply it to anything you do, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's, you know even like listening to a song that you like just do that all the time yeah right and see like how you mentally change
1: especially that. when you already do it well and trying to find the little things that you can improve become more and more difficult as good players as that tends to be i can imagine that it gets just to a monotony level that is just probably almost unbearable to a point
0: but again you know not not an excuse no definitely not got to get it sorted and figured out um because yikes
1: yeah i mean to be fair Tella should have had he should have made it 2-0 uh, i don't have the time written down but it was like in the 80th minute or something he was on just on the outside of the box he got played up to him and he just turned and swung his foot at it allison full stretch and had just missed the post by eight inches t- 10
0: i think jennepo had one earlier in the first half mm-hmm. that could that was a good chance too um but you know what the the thing that really is the worst for me is these matches should have been a, a growing period. Yeah, when it comes to Liverpool's lead at the top, they needed to capitalize on West Brom and Newcastle, and when they have great success against Southampton, albeit their current form and how well they've done in the past year and a half under under Ralph mm. the Alpine Klopp as they call him. This should have been nine points. Yeah. And it should have been pretty handily when you just look at it on paper. You know, goal differential should have increased and the points gap should have. And it could not have been the furthest from that.
1: And and that's one of the things where it's like, it's the unsuspecting teams, right? And it's not like you guys, I mean, Southampton may be a little different story, but uh, you threw stuff at these teams, West Brom and Newcastle. Yeah, they defended heavy, but it's also was not to be unexpected for that to have happened. And for things to have played out the way they did, it's kind of like, all right, Southampton go up early. Yeah, they're going to sit back and just wait for uh, counterattacks to come and come back at you. We can't adjust to this. This isn't something that we what never experienced before. Yeah, they know.
0: were set everything. Like you said, everything that they took, they were set up to take. Mm-hmm. Right, the, there was a spot at the beginning of the second half where it looked better, but other than that, yeah. And that's that was the same story with Newcastle and with West Brom, and it was quite frustrating. But I
1: imagine it was. However, it the was, sheer glee and joy uh, well. that we're going to turn to a that we saw from Ralph, you know, taking personal feelings out. I know it's probably difficult for you, but but that joy, the, the tears of joy that he falls to a, his knees with, is just fantastic to see from any manager, from any player. Uh, you know, it's I actually
0: I was okay with it. I actually stuck up for him in a group chat with some of my Liverpool friends. You know, they was like, "Fuck off!" And I said, "Look." You know, Ralph's a good guy. In fact, he's he's been outspoken on how he's an admirer of Klopp mm-hmm. and how his his teams and how he manages. And he had, you know, he'd managed against him in Germany for a while. He had mm-hmm. never beaten him. I mean, I think he's a great manager. Yeah. Um, I love him even more now that I don't love Chris Wilder anymore. Mm. So that amount of affection I had for Chris Wilder that has now gone, yeah. I'm now able to completely... Um, Put in with him, and we talked about this at the beginning of the year. I love Danny Ings. Mm -hmm. I wanted Danny Ings to kick on at Liverpool so bad, and he had those injuries, and I can't be more happy. Excuse me. I could be more happy if that goal he scored was scored against someone else and not Liverpool. Correct. But, I mean, they lost. Who who was it? Was it Tottenham? They lost 9-0 to last year Mm, in the first half?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: So they lose 9-0, and then they finish... In the top 10 mm-hmm. last year. They don't sack him. They stay with him. And the team just transform. This year, they've been top eight yep. for they're, all intents and purposes the entire season so far. Yeah,
1: they're top six now. Four points off. Four points off first place right now.
0: And Danny Ings was hurt again mm-hmm. for, what, six weeks? Yeah. He went out. And Shea Adams and them and, and Co just held it together. Kept them afloat. Yeah. So I was, I was all right with with ralph doing that i you know it it wasn't fake so yeah no. well that could tell it meant a lot yeah. to him and his team played well and you know good for him
1: yeah and that's the him. reason we everybody does this i mean everybody likes trophies but it's the, the only reason we like the trophies is because we're looking for that feeling that's the feeling everyone's chasing around so it's nice to see that um but so transitioning away for that the the we're we're kind of going to talk about tonight if you can't tell already. It uh, was Leicester.
0: It was Leicester. That's Lester, what
1: Leicester yeah. Yes.
0: Okay, proceed.
1: So uh, if 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 people can't tell uh, I think we're going to stick at at the top, the drama at the top mainly between Liverpool and United. Um so transitioning from Liverpool's match going back uh on Sunday to Manchester United versus Aston Villa 2-1 um it, these last five games, there's four wins and a draw. A draw smack right in the middle on Boxing Day uh, with Leicester. United, they play a scrappy brand of football, if that's what you want to call it. It's definitely not free-flowing ticky-tack Man City football. Um, I don't even know if you can classify them in that category anymore. But you know, it, it's a scrappy type of football that I don't know if it comes from. You know, we we get these goals at the end of games. I don't know if it's Ollie's magical tactics turn on in the last 10 minutes. That seems probably not what's happening. But I don't really know where to place it. 2-1 Aston Villa. Pogba was there the entire game. Second game in a row he started after all this nonsense with his manager. He played like Pogba. He played like Pogba should. Picking passes out, winning balls in the midfield. Uh, he won the penalty. He was, if this was hockey, he would have had an assist on the first goal as he... Won the ball in midfield, got it to Rashford for the flick on to Wambasaka for the Martial opening goal. Um, I don't know. There, there there's a scrappiness to this that's almost turning into like their style, and it's gut-wrenching to watch and very stressful because nothing ever seems certain at any given time. But sometimes yeah. that plays to our advantage, because when we're down 2-0, next thing you know it's a 3 2 1 and we go or 3 2 win and you go, huh. I guess that's that that scrappiness and that stressfulness and 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 whatever it worked to our advantage that
0: time. I mean, you—it's one of those things you don't ever apologize for winning, nope. right? Unless you're Fat Sam, and you can just go drink another gravy boat. And yeah, still exactly. not over yeah. that. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, you—you know—it's one of those things. I—I I know we've talked about a lot where. Where Arteta and them, although they may not have been having the best results, you, you feel like you could see what they were doing mm-hmm. and what the intent was. Leicester's kind of like that. Liverpool, obviously. Man City, of course. And it's like, okay, Ole, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned one at the beginning of the season and in, in one of the episodes where, you know, I I remember seeing you guys play the ball from the back and I remember seeing your forwards have it, but it almost is like the midfield and the build up from the mm. back to the front. I, I don't know how the ball got to your forwards at any point. Yeah. Like that part, every time you have the possession, it's like, I see you have the ball and I understand you're in the final third, mm. but I've seemingly forgotten how you got there Yeah, because there isn't, I don't know what you guys do. Like Liverpool like to go up the wings. Uh, Man City like to play through the middle with De Bruyne and Mahrez. Like, what do you guys like to do? Yeah, it's
1: weird. We we, If you look at I, when everyone was back when we were in our bad slump, like our 15th place slump, uh, if you can call it a slump, or just bad start uh, back in like late October, late November, really. People were talking about like, you know, what's his style? I'm mean, hell, we were talking about that. But even then and even more so now, he plays a 4-2-3-1 like 85% of the time. From time to the time he doesn't play that is he'll start with a different formation. 4-4-2, 4-4-2 with a diamond in the middle of it. And then throughout the game, as substitutes come in after halftime, whatever, it will then re- almost entirely revert back to a 4-2-3-1. And that's how the game will end with that formation. So there's a style in that. Add to that, again, like you said, the pe- the playing it out from the back And then I think what the piece is that we're missing is the magician that is Bruno Fernandez just going, all right, I guess I'll go to the back line and then teleport myself to the to the box, to the to the opponent's box. And he'll just be there flicking the ball around or something or something that that I find that he does a lot is he loves a good through ball past. For 40 yards, he'll do a 40-50 yard through ball, go through so three, like lines, three lines of defense, and next thing you know, Rashford will pop out with it uh, behind, the, behind the back four, and you go, now wait a minute, you were just, like you said, you were just behind your own halfway line, and now you're in the box. And it was one pass, a one-touch pass that got it up there. I'll take it, and if that's the style that they want to play, if that is in fact the strategy, it works, and they need to keep it up. Um... I don't know they're they're buzzing now, and that that's fun to see. A because it's my team, and B just because I'm sick of watching a shit Manchester United team. That's not good for anybody in this league. Um, yeah, I mean
0: they they they're still doing it. I mean, does does Van Der Beek play ever?
1: He, he's like a sixty-five minute. Let's rest a player sub. Apparently,
0: so he, he, I'm I not going to lie.
1: In the few substitutions I watched, I haven't been particularly impressed. Now, granted, he hasn't. He's had a total of like eighty-five minutes, all from the substitute right. spends, But I haven't been particularly impressed. He looks sloppy. He runs about, and I don't really know when he's in the box. He doesn't look like he knows what he's doing when he's outside the box. If he gets the ball, he dances around it and then loses it before he gets a pass it to anybody. That may be a so, bit harsh, but that's an initial well, so then that's, reaction.
0: That kind of goes to my question: Is like, is that him not knowing what the hell to do, or is that not him having? A role in midfield. Like, yeah, I like mean, we're saying, <laughs> does he? Are there clear parameters of this is what my midfielders do? You, you, yeah. and you, and you, right? Well, or generally, it-
1: when he's in, it's to replace Fernandez, right? So, in the, in your idea, if you don't change the formation, he needs to do what you just watched fernandez do for 60 minutes which i don't know that anybody can replicate
0: yeah, i think that's pretty unfair i mean that's kind of like give the ball to shack yeah right you know here it, you know it's it's peewee football when you've got some just bruising you know 12 year old kid that is right, like can grow a know, beard 160 pounds Like you know, right. just hand him the ball and don't worry which, about it
1: Agreed, it is unfair, and and I don't know that that is his best position. However, at this moment, I don't want anybody messing with the squad, right? There isn't necessarily a hard and fast lineup that has followed from these last five games. I mean, we have injured center backs. We have Parba coming in and out of the squad.
0: Eric Bailly, I I saw, I saw, I I was like overjoyed. I'm like, I thought he was dead. Yeah, yeah. I literally have not heard or seen that name in, in like, over a year, yeah. It's like his this, third this start this whole living?
1: this whole season. I think third or fourth start. Good this for whole him. Season. And Good for had, him for not had being had dead. What is ostensibly the block of his career at the Aston Villa game? I mean, who knew? Yeah, right. Just a January Aston Villa game, but that <laughs> block, you know, keeps us level on points.
0: He's like a new signing.
1: Yeah, right. You love to see but it. You I, just
0: put back. Put, I love him. On your
1: back. I loved him when we signed him. He can't stay healthy. It's the you know the same old call. But then. Lindelof gets hurt and just so happens he's healthy at the time. Let's go. Look at that.
0: Let's go. A a festivus miracle. Well, you know, I wonder, because your your front three seems to be almost regressing a bit from last year. Mm. Uh, Rashford is clearly a volume uh, forward, not as ruthless uh it misses and leaves a lot on the field mm. like many do. Yeah. Um Martial, I've been I've been trying to make it a point to watch him a mm-hmm. bit more whenever I'm watching a United match because he feels like the the on the way out, the odd duck, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um and man, I just don't I don't know what's become of him because he looks like shit. Yeah, And I guess that might be relative to who he was prior and what his trajectory looked like. But it looked not look like the man has a clue. And he looks like he's like playing out of place. And I don't mean that physically, but mm. like almost within the squad. Yeah. Right. Like, like he was hurt or he was gone for a long time. And then it kind of progressed. The squad itself progressed past. And then when he came back in and he's on the pitch and, nothing is the same the chemistry mm-hmm. the link mm-hmm. and so it's it's almost like there's nine outfield players and he yeah right and he's just like all right well when i get a chance i'll play but it's not it yeah, I, it, it feels weird watching him
1: it does i mean i think a, a lot of this stems from from it's going to be a broke record with every other pundit in the world bruno fernandez coming in in january last year what happened last year after the break i think change the squad in a way of maybe not even in performance value but in how they operate with each other and if you weren't there for that or at least didn't succeed within that system it's going to leave you behind as it does with most systems you know if we figure something out that works and you weren't here for that you're going to be left behind do you know we i i i don't know that this surprised me in some way martial has been with us for with me at united for Seven years. This is a seventh year with us. That just seemed like a long time for me. I mean, twenty thirteen. He comes in as a nineteen year old. He's still like twenty twenty five. I he's turned twenty five this year. Something like that. Twenty six. Whatever. Whatever the math yeah. is.
0: Yeah. Carry the one. Yeah. And uh, wait, where did you guys got him from? What Monaco.
1: Uh, Monaco. Yeah. Fifteen. That was when they were the just drain.
0: pumping everything out.
1: Yeah. That was that was Mbappe time. That was all types Mbappe,
0: of Mbappe. I mean. Who else? Falco was there, but he wasn't. Falco was there. Fabinho came out of there. Thomas Lamar came up through there. I mean, just... I mean... Mendy was there. Speaking of that, shout out Benjamin Mendy. All right? Living your best life. Didn't we call
1: him the worst signing of whatever, like, two months ago?
0: Couldn't have been me, because I would never speak like that about a man that will just call modeling agents and say I want a big booty latina true to be sent to my house for new years I mean you got to just love it all props to I it. mean Pep knows too Pep didn't even Pep was like he's in the press conference and people are asking about it. he's like basically saying look inside okay have we all not been there mm-hmm. have we all not called and tried to order big booty latinas for new years eve mm-hmm. those right. Cast those the of first you stone.
1: yeah right those of you <laughs> Who have not sinned can cast the first stone.
0: Let me open up that call history, and I guarantee you've all called. You know, when the day comes that we have to atone, I'll be standing there, and I'll make sure Mm -hmm. that you all have to answer for how many times you've called for big booty Latinas. That's right. Anyways. Fantastic. Yes, so Benjamin Mendy, I think he was out of Monaco as well. Out yeah, Monaco and no. into my heart. I think,
1: uh, before we stray too far away, which I think we're, we're on track to do, I, one thing I think Robbie Earl said it um, in the pre-match, and for those of you who don't watch uh, NBC Ascend to get your uh, English football apologies, he's just a pundit, said for Man- if he, he thought if Manchester United is going to have success this year, which we have been, kind of, so I don't really know where he was getting this, that Martial was going to have to be involved. No sooner does he say that than, you know, however many minutes later, 40 minutes later, Martial opens the scoring. So maybe that's a little fortune telling there. Maybe Marshall, you know, that's his only second Premier League goal this year and his first one at Old Trafford. So I don't know, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with him sitting on the bench or starting from time to time. You know, I like Mason Greenwood, but to be fair, Martial, besides Cavani, Martial's probably the, the most out-and-out striker that is on the bench. I mean, Rashford likes the wing. Mason Greenwood can play up top, but he likes the wing. Martial is an out-and-out play off the shoulder, put the ball up over, you know, get it over the back line, and I'll be there to get the ball and receive it, just as the style of player that he is. Um,
0: so I, well, I mean, Al Matador is there. Well, he is. Ban now. Yeah, I don't. He's got a ban. I don't want to talk about that. That's a wild. That's a wild thing. Yeah, isn't I, don't, it?
1: I don't even want to get into that. I don't. I don't even have. I, he's on my squad, and I don't even have a position on it. I, I don't know how I feel about this whole situation. Yeah, I, I. But anyways, Cavani. That's a whole different animal. He. I hate him when he's on the pitch because he has no legs. When he finds himself in midfield and the, he's trying to win the ball back or he gets the ball in midfield and he's got to, you know, do that turn and let's do a burst of pace 30 yards. It's just – it looks like a 35-year-old man trying to sprint 40 yards. I mean, that is what it's it is. it's
0: a 35-year-old man trying to sprint 40 yards. Yeah, so it's a, however – It's a very astute observation I'm of you.
1: paying you however hundreds of thousands of dollars and you are who you are. I need you to, like, let's pick up the pace. But anyways, I find myself watching that and going, why is he starting? He's a – Olivier Giroud, seventy eighth minute. I need a goal sub. And then what he'll do is he'll turn around, assist, score three, and come out with a hat trick and two assists. And you're like, okay, well, that was fine, I guess. Good performance.
0: I mean, you, you're paying him. Why you're paying him? I'm not sure. Yeah, free um, transfer, kind of. Because again, what what's happening? You're cutting into Mason Greenwood time. True. And I, mean, I would rather be getting that kid minutes, but I agree. I'm the same way. Such as me. So we got a, we gotta you've got a couple of matches coming up. Um one more Premier League match prior to next Sunday, yeah. The seventeenth. Well yeah, next Sunday. Yeah. The matchup of Liverpool, Manchester United. Mm-hmm. And you know, you guys, uh, who do you have prior? We have, the, in the so uh,
1: in the league, we have Burnley as our as our game in hand that we're going to be playing on Tuesday the 12th um, as to fulfill that requirement. And, you know, there's a chance there for us to go three points clear, um, still have a goal difference issue, um, but that's negated with the points going into Anfield on Sunday. It's possible that we could be one point clear of you, three points clear of you, or still dead on points. So how
0: many matches are you playing prior to the I have four 17th?
1: in total. So, so the seventeenth is that in is... twelve days and I have four matches.
0: The great is that including the match? That's no n-
1: yes, that is including okay. that so it's three that I have in twelve days prior
0: to so the you. great thing about that is I can't wait this is an FA Cup weekend. I cannot wait for Jurgen Klopp to roll out the fucking kitchen staff and the U twelves against Villa. This weekend in the FA Cup. Just, because throw, just throw it away? Just, oh, he ebbs, I guarantee you. I, will, I would put a paycheck on it. Mm-hmm. that it, He lines this up like the Carabao Cup or whatever it's called anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: One, because of our form. Two, because the last time he played a near-top-line player in Diego Jota in a game that really didn't matter... He got his knee hurt, and he won't be back until the end of January, which could they use him right now? I think so. Probably. So, yeah, so that will be 12, 13 days of pure rest. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm. Whereas I
1: have, I play tomorrow, the 6th, a Wednesday. Manchester United have uh, Man City in the Carabao Cup. So this is one where I would expect and I would want them to roll out the the non-first-teamers, your third-teamers, or what have you. However, it would have to be Man City we're paired with, right? Because you can't not – I mean, you may not have to put every top player out there because it is the Carabao Cup, but you got to put a showing on because well, so uh, we're playing Man is, City. It, it's just for the sake of your fans having to go to work the next day. You
0: can't. And trophies, right? I mean, yeah. like – this isn't like you've just won the Champions League and the league. True. Or your Man City who have won the domestic treble and the pre- – you know what I mean? Like, you, it's tough to just throw away, even if it's a Mickey Mouse trophy. It's True. tough to just cast it aside. So, yeah. you will have, yeah, probably heavily rotated, but
1: – And then, I, I mean, Saturday is the FA Cup for us at Wolves. So, it's at City tomorrow. Saturday's at Wolves. <laughs> and then at Burnley on Tuesday following that, which is the important one that then uh, precedes. it. You know, the, the grace by the gods, they gave us four days between Burnley and and, and, and go, taking a trip to Anfield uh, to play y'all. So, you know, I got three matches in four days, basically, five days, and then I get a nice four-day break.
0: Well, I tell you who could use a break right now, and that is Frank Lampard. He's not doing and so great. We've really we've waffled a bit mm. um, about his squad, but man, they are just they they don't have a clue what to do. The honeymoon with Benjamin Mendy or excuse me, uh, Eduardo, Eduardo Mendy has seemingly ended mm. as they failed to keep a clean sheet. I believe in their last six. And oh my goodness, I don't, I don't want to believe Timo Werner is just shit. Eleven games, all comps, no goals. I want to believe that it's just Frank Lampard doesn't know what he's doing with him, and maybe he was like, "Look, he's fast. We'll put him on the left, like Mane," and that. I, I don't know, but he's terrible. He's so terrible.
1: He can't get a touch in the box that isn't him fumbling around like. Can't get it out from underneath his feet when it should just be a one touch pass or or passing it into the side of the net. no he fumbles around with it. he f- does some weird tricky flick stuff, yeah, I don't
0: I mean they are they are three losses, a draw and a win in their last five they are twenty six points I mean seven, five, and five, one draw and lost. they just they luckily they have Fulham coming up. But man, that Manchester City match it ended three mm-hmm. one. Did it feel three one to you? No,
1: it should have been five nil, and then they banged the one first at the half. End. Yeah, that yeah,
0: was. Yeah. And that goal so, at the
1: end it was just you know consolated. It's not like that was a run of play. It was never two one, and then they scored again. No, this was ninety second minute. Whatever. Man City kind of turned off at the end of that.
0: So I saw someone make a, a pretty good analogy, and it was like. Uh, Old Frank is he's like someone who was put in like an F1 car or a race car, if you will, mm. who has no training, no real idea on how to be a race car driver. So the vehicle, the car itself, is good enough and he's gonna look really good going straight. Yeah. But the first corner, the first turn, the first I have to I have to do something, mm-hmm. it's just you're going to see all the faults, and it's just going to go off the rails. And that's what it seemingly has been like, the first bit of adversity. And here they are, just not having an answer for anything right now.
1: No, I mean, five draws and five losses. I mean, I don't have whether home or away. I mean, that means a little less here now, but just – that's not. A, that's too much already for almost top four consideration at this point. Like, I mean, it's getting to a point where you still have half a season left. More than half a season. Well, I think we're right yeah, at half a yeah. season mark. Mm, right? Yeah, just about. And and I, it's not going to get any easier. It's going to get to the point where when when Liverpool, or Man United, you know, whatever happens upcoming this week, you know, if if one of us, one of our two teams, if they start or Leicester even start pulling away right and you're and you're scrapping for six and seven is that something that's gonna keep abramovich happy right is that something that's gonna allow him so to bring the war chest back to you if you do stay is he going to allow you to spend more money in the following window
0: that's the other thing it's like i'm sure roman will just extend every courtesy and piece of patience that he has which unfortunately is zero is nil yeah it's nil right it is niet, as yeah. roman would say so I I wouldn't be surprised to see Frank go.
1: No, I, I, I really wouldn't either. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. Let me
0: let you in a little secret. I won't be sad. Yeah. See you, Frank. See you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, and it's sad. And we talked about this. I I don't know if it was our last episode or the episode prior. You know, when, when Ollie's doing bad, it, it's hard. It makes it even more difficult to say whatever manager out for your club. And then when he's... A former legend of your club, you're like, okay, well, I don't know how do, how do you extricate yourself from this situation right. that we kind of wish we just never were in to begin with. That you know, I'd rather be bad with Ancelotti. I'd rather be bad with Jose back for a fifteenth time, right? Than have to, you know, throw under the bus a former legend of the club. I mean, I don't know. They they don't look good. They don't. Zed is is trying to do what he can do, um, but. I don't know. Mason Mount, right. Ziegech, Pulisic. Well, Werner can't score. What are you doing? What are we doing here?
0: Got let's uh, let's take some time. Mm. We didn't do our picks for the last three weeks because we weren't on, and like I said, I was wildly indisposed. So, oh,
1: let me pause you real quick. This was a yeah. thought I just had, or I've had it, and I want to bring it up. So I've, I saw uh, the Premier League post the the table, right, uh, after the Liverpool match because they wanted to, A, show the table because the match week ended, but B, there's some drama at the top, clearly. And so they were definitely showing that. And I was seeing person after person with their avatar as like an Arsenal badge uh, say, you know, th- this league is so hectic and so crazy. Nobody knows what's going to happen. You know, in three or four weeks, we could see Arsenal battling for a top spot. I'm like, who the fuck, who have you been watching? Just because you beat Leeds or whoever, or West Brom, 4-0 over the weekend does not mean that you're not in a relegation fight still.
0: you <laughs> They're just like check yourself. It's like that like uh, like that group of guys at work that are around talking on break and like the one little squirrely guy kind of steps in and just mm. tries to interject himself like mm. no one's going to fucking notice. Who the fuck are you? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. You never know. I mean, even though... It, it was God just... Love, God love them, I guess. I mean, I mean you know what? Find, find joy in
1: the little things, I suppose. But it was, it was something like... I don't know. never me the wrong way. You word. never
0: know. Although, hey, you know I what? This I, is
1: a crazy season. I, I mean, hell, I didn't expect United to be battling for first either, but...
0: That's right. I mean, it's going to be crazy when Arsenal get bounced. Who knew? <laughs> and they'll Who keep knows?
1: Arteta at the end of it.
0: Well, for all of you Arsenal fans out there, you do not need to apologize For now not being on the cusp of a relegation battle and being firmly entrenched Mm mid-table. Or you can look at it where you throw away goal differential and you just look at everybody that's level on points. Technically, you're sixth. That's right. You are technically sixth. Mm -hmm. If this was goal. You would finish 11. Yeah, I mean. You would finish Yeah, you would split the purse. Mm -hmm. Now you would get like 12 bucks because everybody above you is sharing all them. So yeah, you're sixth. You know what? Your Arsenal, right. you're six. I saw a report today that uh, DC United here in the states is putting together a lucrative package for one Mesut Ozil. Oh wow! If I was Mesut
1: Ozil, I would take a dirty nickel, some pocket lint, and a twenty-year-old piece of zebra-striped gum to get out of Arsenal. He's,
0: he's getting paid. To be fair, I mean, yeah, what a weird story that he's is.
1: He's also paying for. Uh, uh gunasaur to be, or I don't know if that's. saga he's gonna is take, over yet. He's going to take him with him. I would. If I was him, I'd take the rights to him.
0: That's right. DC United, you got a new mascot, Whatever you are now, you got a new mascot. This is
1: better anyway, so just take it.
0: Here's this gigantic green English. Is he a dragon or a dinosaur? He's a dinosaur. Does it fucking matter? It might not. Anyways, let's, uh, let's get on to some picks. Yeah. So, I will also like to say this. That, remember when we were doing this last time and I thought I had it wrong because I was reading from covers, the American yeah. sports betting's well, sports info site. I was right initially. They were wrong. Right, Remember how I caught myself and I'm like, oh man, Liverpool isn't at home. It's at I mean, it says it
1: on the screen, right? It says Sheffield I know, I know. at Newcastle.
0: Theirs, was, theirs were wrong.
1: So they've adjusted them since last I time just, we I did don't this? Know. I don't know,
0: but it was wrong because right. I corrected myself thinking I was wrong and they were right, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't a fact. All right. Anyways, so let's just run through. So Tuesday the 12th, this is when we, we pick back up after the FA Cup weekend and uh, Carabao Cup uh, play. So we're going to start with uh, an afternoon slate at uh, 1 o'clock, Sheffield's hosting Newcastle United i'm taking i'm taking newcastle
1: yeah it, 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 yeah newcastle
0: i don't want chris wilder to get any points so newcastle mm, you, you guys you're
1: like a bad breakup right now that's what you're just burn everything down key his car yeah no it's stuff in is the in, muffler yeah
0: yeah i keyed his car i did all that stuff that who were those girls the dixie chicks they did that, something didn't like they? that yeah kelly clarkson i don't, like clarkson. It, I don't carrie, know. no carrie underwood yeah
1: carrie underwood that's the one
0: yeah no chris wilder ran his mouth like a little i don't know it said such nice things about him. and he just turned into an absolute twat. Yep. And now they have, what, two points. Good as, job. As they deserve. I mean, enjoy. sorry,
1: Sheffield, but, you know.
0: Yeah, enjoy. Um, Burnley hosts the Red Devils. Yep, United you did at, is. Uh, at 315.
1: Indeed, yeah, United. Give me that money. Yeah,
0: United. And, you know, I think this is going to be one of those, and this isn't the one where I want to score on – Normally, you'll go, oh, well, maybe Burnley can muck it up because that's what they do and make it ugly for you. But normally when you need Burnley to do that, what I've found is they just they reenact that Kermit the Frog meme where he's bent over and he's just gaping himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I expect to happen is them to just let you guys walk right through
1: them. I mean, I'd appreciate it if they did. If we don't have to use too much of our legs, that would be very nice of them. I'm just saying. You know, if they just let us lay down and they do all the work, you know, that's just perfect.
0: God bless them. Mm. Um, Wolves, Everton. Wolves. This is a tricky little matchup because yeah, Everton. Even have across no- the board. Everton have no clue what they want to do with themselves. Are we losing 1 0 to West Ham? Are we pretending we're top of the table? What are we doing with ourselves? Um, I'm, I'm going to take Wolves, although they haven't been very. Uh, they haven't been very confident themselves in their results uh but i'm not i'm not touching everton give me wolves
1: yeah um i'm expecting wolves to be coming off a lof- loss uh, to manchester united in the midweek um everton i think have a rest so I- i'm going to take everton on this one mm. but it's going to be a pretty tight one across the board i mean even the draw is sitting at 220 which is 20 points higher than what everton's getting here so
0: mm. Manchester City uh, hosts Brighton on Wednesday at the 1 o'clock kick. What do I you mean, think? You, you that... think our, our godson, Tariq Lamptey, can uh, work some magic?
1: You know, he might have a hat trick, but that just means that City's going to put up eight, so <laughs> City it is.
0: Yeah, City for me as well. Um, this one's a real nice matchup. Aston Villa uh, hosting Jose and his Spurs. Mm. Now, remember, it's Jose and his Spurs if they win. It's Jose and those failures if they lose. Correct, correct. So yes, I uh, I'm gonna go with Villa on this one. I think some of the sheen might be wearing off from Spurs a little bit, and Villa continue to play really well within themselves. I don't think anything about it is a fluke. They play really well. A lot. It all goes through Graylish, mm-hmm. so which is you never like to be top heavy like that. But I'm, I'm going to take Aston Villa and I'm actually going to put a score to this one. I think it's going to be 2 1.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see that. I mean, a v- when they played Villa, when they played us last weekend, I mean, they it was. Anytime Grealish got the ball, it was a chore to keep up with him and to stick with wherever he was passing the ball around with. That being said, I don't know. There's something about the, the Kane son, especially now that Kane's back on scoring penalties. I don't know. Something feels a little right there. So I'm going to take Tottenham on this one. So we have a nice break between us here. You want to score on this one? You have 2-1 to Villa. I don't know. I can feel a, I feel a 1-0 Tottenham
0: victory. 1-0 Tottenham. Wow. Bore me to sleep.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I, I never said it was going to be a good game. In fact, it might be, yeah, a, no, no. might be a Harry Kane penalty in the 28th minute that's just going to drag out for the rest of the match.
0: So, to be fair on this, um, that's Wednesday. Going up to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Thursday picks up, Friday and almost a full slate over the weekend. Now because these games aren't for this weekend, I say we we stop. We hold just Tuesday and Wednesday on the pickums. Next week on Tuesday night, we'll record the rest of the way through. Because we're still doing double match week weeks here, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be that way for a while. So we're not going to pick? Are we not picking? Every, it's like an every other week, match week type of?
0: Well, we can. We'll we'll pick up the rest of them along the way, if you will. Or do you want to go through? Because, I mean, even if you're looking at this, I mean, we've got, what's this? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matchups through Friday. And then a full slate Saturday. So we're missing some. Uh, through the week a little bit because uh, you've got the makeup games in there as well. The, the game and ham game. Game in hand games. i thinking
1: about uh, that Easter ham already.
0: Yeah. So I mean, if you want, we can go through Monday the 18th.
1: That does seem like quite a bit, however. Because so we're then just we not... won't have
0: any picks next
1: week. True. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. No, you get yeah, what I'm saying? Let, yeah, like, if we
0: do this full yep. week and a half, we won't have anything to chew on when yeah, it comes for agreed. So next let's week.
1: stop here then. Let's stop here.
0: So we'll, That'll be out there on record, and then we'll pick back up next Tuesday. We'll start uh, with the Arsenal-Crystal Palace matchup mm. on Thursday the 14th, and then we'll, we'll obviously go through the weekend through Tuesday because we'll have to give Tuesday's shout-on there because we'll record after Tuesday is played. Following? Correct. Yep, Following? I'm with you. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Um, I think I skipped over it last time. Why don't you hit us with some business Indeed. before I forget?
1: Let me get my filing cabinet out here. All right. So if you guys want to play along with us or you want to see any of the content that we post on our socials, you can do that by, uh, following us at top drawer pod on Instagram at top drawer pod on Twitter and top drawer podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can also get in touch with us and email us at our email at top at gmail.com. Um, we're posting a lot of great content there. Um, why I do more giveaways, I try to say this every week. Uh, we haven't done another one since our first, but uh, we're always talking about and trying to figure out what's next best to do. Um, in any event, follow us, email us, talk to us, um, but definitely make sure that you're subscribed on Apple Podcast and following on, Twitter or on uh, um, uh, Spotify. Um, that's the best way to see the new episodes that we drop weekly. Um, I say weekly, we didn't do it last week, but you know, forgive us. We're busy. We have lives too.
0: That's right. That's right. All right. Well, um, hopefully I can be excited for a little bit of a respite after that terrible uh, three matches from Liverpool mm. and then um, watch a nice U12 training session against Villa and the FA Cup. And then come back prime ready to uh, whoop that Manchester United ass. Yeah, we'll
1: see about that. Klopp's going to put right. out a full first-team squad against Villa, and you're going to lose Thiago, too. You know, I don't no, want anybody no, don't to get you, hurt.
0: Don't you fucking put that evil on me.
1: Yeah, sorry. I, I retract that statement. Although, I do want a full first-team squad going out against Villa. but
0: Fair enough, fair enough. All right. Well, uh, uh, glad to be back on the airwaves. Um, glad to be here. Sorry to have disappointed, but, you know. Things come up and uh, life continues. So, but we're back, we're here, and uh, we're excited to uh, see out the rest of this season. So, I'm Adam. I'm Alex. And this is Top Drawer.